We have some esteemed uh, panelists today uh, to talk about some of the issues that are going on right now, especially around the COVID-19 issue. And as a result, uh, we are going to be talking about COVID-19 pandemic and a personal outreach message to veterans. Uh, We have as panelists Reverend Darrell Person. He is a pastor of Ebenezer Missionary Baptist uh, in Chicago, Illinois, He was a commander of the Naval JROTC, Proviso East High School, U.S. Navy chaplain, retired. Last rank was lieutenant commander for 20 years of service. He is now serving still as a veteran in the community and saving many spiritual lives out there. We also have Evan Person, who is a battalion chief, Chicago Fire Department, U.S. Marine Corps, Last rank was a Sergeant E-5, and he had eight years of service. He is still out there defending our people and making sure that they can survive in a very, very trying time. Not, they don't only just put out fires. They put out some of the emergencies that arise secondary to COVID. Also, we have Chanel Payne uh, Stewart. She is an executive assistant, wholesale food industry, U.S. Army, retired. Last rank was Sergeant 17 years of service. So I am so proud to have all three of you on. Uh, being a veteran myself, I know uh, some of the boots you had to put on and some of the places you had to walk weren't that comfortable. But I am really uh, happy to have all of you on. What, what I'm going to do is uh, talk a little bit and give a little bit of a, a pretext to this. But we right now have a lot of myths and mistrust and misinformation out there about COVID-19. And we're told to wear a mask, make sure you wash your hands with soap for at least 20 seconds. And if you don't have that, use a hand sanitizer with alcohol 60 to 95 percent. Also, social distancing greater than six feet. And do not amass family and friends from outside your immediate household for these upcoming holiday seasons, for Thanksgiving, for Christmas, for New Year's, uh, and into the new year as well. And we have to make sure that people, you know, uh, what I do personally is wash my face when I come from outside because we touch our face maybe 20 to 30 times every hour. And we also, uh, you know, I goggle with uh, antiseptic mouthwash. But these are some of the things we can do, but we have to comply with these things. And when that doesn't happen, you know, as Tier 3 went in, the restrictions went into effect uh, Friday morning at 12.01, this was a wise decision by Governor Pritzker. Um, this will save many lives, and the Illinois Department of Public Health with Dr. Aziki, and um, the, these are really forces that are trying to work to help to save lives. But especially for our veterans, we have many homeless veterans. We have veterans who are shut away with PTSD, and it's really hard for them to contend with the social isolation, those issues that arise. So what I want you to do is to tell me a little bit about your experiences, because this comes down to real life. Uh, you know, I lost my father-in-law uh, to this. Um, I have uh, four cousins who are sick in uh, Virginia. Uh, you know, I've, uh, my wife has lost 14 of her classmates and close friends uh, who went to Kenwood. This is a real, real situation, and it is. we can't go to funerals. We can't you know, mourn the loss of these people that meant so much to us. So I'm going to start out um, 
And I'm not sure if I'm supposed to go to rank order or whatever, but <laughs> I'm going to start. I'm going to start with the highest order I know. I'm a physician, but I know that the uh, minister is much higher than I am. <laughs> so I'm going to go to Reverend Person first, and you can give us a little bit about what you see, your experience right now. What can you tell us as a trusted community partner, as an advocate for making sure that people live a healthy life? Well, thank you for having me, Dr. Arnold. I'm honored and privileged to be here today. Uh, You are absolutely right. It has been, uh, this COVID has been devastating uh, to the community, uh, particularly the black and brown community, uh, a community that's filled with veterans who have been impacted as well. Uh, We have known many people. We've lost uh, a few members of our faith community to this, uh, a longtime member uh, who was uh, in a nursing facility who who transitioned because of COVID. We've had personal friends that we worship with who have been married for 20, 30 years and uh, was, you know, nor- having a normal experience in life. And then uh, the husband got ill and uh, the wife was not able to see him as he transitioned. And it was, it was devastating. Uh, we've had members of our faith community who have uh, worked in healthcare industry, uh, particularly in hospital, who have gotten sick uh, because of this disease. In fact, was on uh, a respirator for a, a great, uh, a, a long time. Uh, but praise God, she was able to prevail. But um, it has been very impactful. And then the, the mourning pieces, not being able to, to be there present, uh, uh, with family members who have lost people, it's been devastating. So not only don't you know we don't have that distance, we don't have that we don't, uh, uh, ability to to hug and to hold. Mm-hmm. Um, we've had to do it at a distance and use technology and Zoom funerals and uh, Google Meet funerals just in order for people to to express their feelings and say goodbye to their loved ones. So this is very, very serious. And just because we may have a vaccine on the horizon, we cannot let up. We have to, we have to intensify our efforts uh, so that you can be here uh, this time next year, you know? And so uh, that's where we are. And the churches are trying to do their part, encouraging their members, uh, spreading the word, using every bit of technology and platform available to us to get the word out. Fantastic. You know, that that is such a, uh, you know, that makes so much sense to me because, you know, one Thanksgiving, you know, to miss one Thanksgiving means you don't miss another 20. (laughs) Right. Correct. Yeah. And, and, you know, you bring this virus into the home. You can actually kill someone in the family. That's how bad it is. Absolutely. And and we have got to start using our minds and knowing that this thing is uh, very serious it is, it's, you know, highly contagious and that a mask does pr- help to protect you and that washing your hands do help uh, in preventing this transmission of this disease. And you don't want to bring people into the family room, into your home from outside, even though they're friends. You want to be a, a great friend. You want to protect them. Absolutely. You know, I I was talking about this before, and the governor gave a uh, press conference. And one of the things I mentioned was that, you know, you could walk by someone in the street without wearing your mask, uh, trying to bring people into a room to be, you know, to have a dinner in in a restaurant, right? And do things that really go against that. So I walk by somebody, right? 
and I may walk by them not knowing that I even have the virus. Exactly. I, I pass that virus on to that person, and guess what? That person then goes to visit their sick child in a hospital who has cancer, and I just cause that child's death. Exactly. That, that's how serious it is. We have got to have a social conscience. We have to have the compassion and the empathy for other people and make Absolutely. sure we're protecting everybody, including ourselves. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, I'm going to move on now to um, to Chanel. And uh, why don't you give us a little bit about uh, with the You know, because you're really in a very interesting area with the, you know, the wholesale food industry. We see people lining up now because of the COVID-19. People are becoming unemployed. We have more veterans who are homeless than ever before, you know, because people are losing jobs. So, you know, that is another aspect of this. You know, why is it so important for us to realize that even though we're going into a time period where we're having a celebration, we need to be protecting ourselves? And did you have any personal stories, anyone that comes to mind about this COVID crisis? Uh, Yes. First of all, uh, I would like to express my sincere gratitude uh, and for extending the invitation to be a part of the discussion panel Mm -hmm. by saying thank you, Dr. Arnold, Mm -hmm. along with uh, my thank yous to the AHG team as well. Um, for me, my experience with the COVID virus, um, my mother-in-law had the virus as well. Praise God, she's, she's been healed of the virus. Uh, the mm-hmm. COVID vi- virus is, is real, and it's not to be taken lightly. Um, during the holidays, we're, mm-hmm. we're coming up on our holidays, all three holidays you have, Thanksgiving, Christmas, and New Year's, which... Um, normally, families are gathered together, and mm-hmm. we have to respect each other and show our love by not allowing anyone to come into our homes. Um, this pandemic has crippled our nation, and uh, there are certain myths going on around about the virus. However, uh, we have to consider, consider it as being uh, deadly because the numbers are constantly rising. Yes. It's on the rise. Um, uh, several uh, days ago, I've heard uh, the governor of New York, Governor Andrew Cuomo, he had uh, made a statement, and he said, I love you so much, and I am so thankful for you that I'm not going to see you. That's how how I have to show you that I love you. Mm. I'm not going to see you. That's how much I love you. So yes. at, in this season, we it's not to be taken lightly. You know, if, if no one, if your family, and other than your family members, should not be allowed into your home. You know, this Thanksgiving is only one out of many, you know, Thanksgiving, you know, that we will be able to see each other if we just skip, you know, from, from one, your loved ones coming to your home. But um, also, uh, my niece uh, had the virus as well. Well, mm-hmm. two of my nieces had been experienced with, with the virus. Mm-hmm. Um, it's important that we wash our hands, continue to keep social distancing, and, um and we're in our faith protective mask is number one. We have to respect each other. I could, we could save lives mm-hmm. if we just adhere to our government officials, um, our governor, uh, along with the task force team, the uh, coronavirus virus task force team as, as well. Yeah, you know, and, and the thing that really, you know, it's a common denominator between chronic diseases and this coronavirus, right? So what happens yeah. is that with diabetes and with high blood pressure, what they affect is the brain with strokes and, you know, that kind of thing. They also affect the heart with heart attacks, you know, and they affect the kidneys as well as the lungs. You know, we always think about the lungs. 
But these blood vessels get damaged, inflammation from these chronic diseases. And this COVID virus actually attacks the same blood vessels. And that's why we have to be really looking at this because it's not just about whether you live or die. Because if you do survive this, it can actually have ongoing consequences for you. And we have young people, you know, succumbing to this virus, and we don't know what that's going to, you know, uh, foretell for them in the future as they go, you know, into the future, whether this is going to be an underlying chronic problem that people are going to have to deal with. That's why even if you're young, even if, the, you know, it's affected, deaths are affecting mostly people 50 and above, you have to start thinking about what is this going to do for my future as an individual? And what, and what is it going to do if I bring this home to my parents and I'm a teenager? I'm, I maybe end up being homeless because my dad and my mom pass away. My grandparents who are taking care of me pass away. So you really have to think about what this means for you as an individual, even if you are young, that you must wear these masks, you must social distance, you must protect your family. And you must uh, also make sure you wash your hands and, you know, uh, clean the environment that you're, uh, you know, surrounded in. Uh, so I'm going to go on to Evan. I know Evan Person has been uh, waiting there. He's a, he, you know, he retired as a Marine Corps, so I know he is at the, you know, with his sword uh, drawn and ready to <laughs> charge forward um, <laughs> as an E-5. Uh, but, you know, and he also, you know, is a battalion chief of the Chicago Fire Department. This man uh, is out there in the mix. <laughs> That's all mm-hmm. I can say. So, Ev, you know, why don't you tell us a little bit, Evan, about your experiences and what, you know, some of the – I know that you're in a command position – but, you know, what you're hearing about on the streets with the EMS workers, what people have to go through every day. Well, it's a struggle. First of all, I'm in the Fire Prevention Bureau, and um, mm-hmm. we've had uh, yes, sir. Um, a large uh, span of my coworkers got mm-hmm. caught up in the uh, COVID and had to be tested for various reasons, uh, you know, got it from their family members or whatever the case that We almost had to shut our office down. Because they they had to be quarantined, so it's, it's very serious out here. And the, the ones that's on the street, the uh, personnel, uh, EMS and fire department personnel, it, it, it's a strain on them uh, hmm. because they see so much out there. I mean, it's it's focusing on uh, just trying to help and trying to be there, but it's hard when when you see hmm. that they're not wearing masks. People are not wearing masks. They, like I said, they take it as a joke or say it can't happen to me until it does happen. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. It's, it's it's so sad. Uh, this could have been prevented uh, just by simple steps: putting the mask on, keeping social distancing, washing your hands. Um, and it's 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 really sad to see this happening. Yeah, because uh, I think more lives could have been uh, saved if we just follow the uh, protocols, uh, SOPs, procedures, and the guidelines that were set up. Um, Yeah, you know, one of the quotes I came up with after, you know, being in medicine for such a while was, uh, you know, it said that uh, science never asks you to believe in it, but is unforgiving if you do not. (laughs) 
<laughs> so you you better yeah. you know you may not believe in gravity, but try walking off that cliff. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so uh, I th- I think people need to wear that mask. They need to wash their hands. They need to socially distance and keep that in place. And luckily, we have you know a great governor uh, Pritzker. We have Lieutenant Governor Juliana Stratton and Dr. Ngozi Nziki, who's uh, you know the current director of the ID- Illinois Department of Public Health. I was a former director back in 2007-11, but they are doing a wonderful job trying to push to make people wear, really understand how serious this is within our communities. And I'm looking forward to all of you. You do all need to be community ambassadors. <laughs> you know, you need to, you know, be part of the system. They're, they're actually asking for that to happen now, and we are looking for our community ambassadors to really spread this word. I'm going to try to get the injection of the first, of my, uh, you know, uh, COVID vaccine online, <laughs> and I'm, I'm waiting for that my turn to do that, but that's something that's going to be important to me because I want to protect my family, my friends, and my community. Absolutely. And, yes. So any uh, last uh, second words, because we are about to close out the show. Uh, yeah, let me. one second. Yeah, about 20 seconds. Okay, this is Pastor Person. I, I know that a lot of people are getting caught up within the, uh, the, the holidays and how special they are. Uh, just remember this. This may not be the best Thanksgiving or Christmas may, you may have ever had, but it can still be the most memorable. You can look back and see what you did during this, these trying times, and you can make the best of the circumstance. So it can still be the most memorable. None of us will ever forget what Thanksgiving and Christmas and New Year's was like during 2020, 2021. So make it memorable so you can make it to next year and make it even better. Okay, Reverend Person, uh, you know, Evan and Chanel, we are going to have to have you back on again. But we uh, just really appreciate, love what you're doing for our community. And we are looking for you to be strong ambassadors. You already are showing that you have that uh, right edge on it. And thank you for your service, uh, as always. <laughs> 